Welcome to Best Laid Plans. This is Sarah Hart Unger, your host, and this is the podcast where we talk all things planning and planning adjacent. And I am so excited today to bring you a guest that from the moment I watched one of her YouTube videos, I thought I have to have her on this podcast. So I am so honored to present Amanda from Amanda's Favorites. Can you introduce yourself, Amanda? Hey, Sarah. I'm so excited to be here. And as I told you, like, I love your podcast. So when you emailed me to be on, I was like, yes. (laughs) So I am Amanda. I live in North Texas. I have two boys. One is about to turn 18 and one just turned 13. I've been married 23 years. I used to teach public school many moons ago. And I homeschool my youngest. We've been homeschooling for the past six years. So that is what keeps me busy besides my channel. And her channel, guys, which she just sort of casually threw in there, <laughs> is basically any anyone who's interested in planners, you guys have heard me talk about it before. So many of you have probably already checked it out. But it is anyone who's interested in planners dream. Amanda has a big following and she absolutely deserves it. She does these beautiful in-depth reviews of so many different planners. She really, they're very positive, but they're also honest, which is really hard to do. And I respect her ability to do that. And quite honestly, they're just very calming. I will watch them just to relax. And maybe that's embarrassing to admit on the air, (laughs) but whatever, I just said it. So if you have not checked it out, It is just so much fun. And honestly, whenever there's a new release, I'm always very excited to see Amanda's flip through. She'll do visuals and also just to hear her thoughts and opinions about it because they really are valuable. She is a true expert. So Amanda, can you tell us about like your planning journey? Like, were you always into planners like this or did this evolve over time? Yeah, so I was not in the planner community until I started my channel. I didn't even know there was a planner community. I started my channel about four years ago. And so before then, I always had a planner, but I would really never have more than two planners a year. I would have a daily planner and a weekly planner. Like I would buy mine for the year and that was it. And I mean, my planning from what I remember started in high school. I did love planners. We weren't given a planner in school like kids nowadays. So like I would go to Target or whatever and pick out my planner And I do remember later in high school, really wanting a Franklin Covey. And we have a Franklin Covey store here in Dallas. And I remember like for Christmas, wanting that, the leather cover and all the inserts. And I got that for Christmas one year and I think used it for the last couple of years of high school. So I have always loved planners and used planners, but never really, you know, bought numerous planners a year or used more than a daily and a weekly together. But it does sound like you had a natural inclination because I to love having a daily and a weekly. And I feel like even just that is telling because not there, there's not that many people <laughs> who see the essentialness of having both. And I'm fully, like, I fully, fully hear you. <laughs> I understand that completely. Yes. Yes. I love hearing about your system too, because I think we're very similar. Yes. And I think both of us are definitely... So I love the artistic planning community. It is like amazing to look at. People are... Their artistry just like blows my mind. I can't really do it. Like I'm a neat writer. And so my stuff can have a little bit of a minimal look, but A, like I use it so much that I can't keep it that neat. And B, I'm just not like an artist. I just love admiring it. And I think you lean towards the functional as well. Can you like, have you, I don't know, seen that 
kind of division at all? Or tell me a little bit about like, you know, your thoughts on like keeping things perfect or artistry. You do use a lot of stickers. Yeah. Okay. 100%. I am way more functional. I actually didn't use any stickers until I started my channel. And so it was probably like close to a year or two before I really started using a lot more stickers. And honestly, that's probably, you know, just because I can get them from my referral points from Erin Condren. And that's basically what I use in my Erin Condren. So I didn't use any stickers before my channel. And I'm still a pretty functional planner, exactly like you. I don't write even quite as neatly or small as you. So (laughs) my stuff can look pretty scratched up. And I definitely love to make big black lines through everything that's completed. And that to some people is just, it scares them (laughs) to see, but in the planner world. And I admire and love those that use all the stickers and the spreads and make it kind of combine it with being a hobby also. But that's just not what it's ever been for me. And even now, you know, my planner serves me. It's there to serve me and help me run my life. And so, yeah, I am definitely a functional planner. Yes. And I think at times functional has taken to me in like a very specific color palette, but still like all the stickers and like, but then there's the functional functional. I think that's, that's what both of us are. And yeah, I have seen your big black lines. I I am afraid of doing that myself, (laughs) but I, but I love seeing it in others. I'm like, that is like, she is getting stuff done. She's a boss. Like, (laughs) I don't know why, but my brain just needs to see it's like, so it just marks it out. And it doesn't try to look at that as something I need to do. So it's just always been something that my brain needs. And even in this very neat and pretty planner world, I have not been able to change that. I totally get it. I love it. I, I make check boxes, but maybe I'll have to try some, some cross outs. It does look satisfying. <laughs> so tell us about, you have more than a few daily use products, I think, based on the videos that I've watched. I truly believe you when you're like, I use this for this. I use this for this. I use this for this. So. Give our listeners a little bit of an idea. I don't think you have to necessarily list everything that you're using for everything because that might even be hard to remember. But I don't know, like Mm -hmm. in a typical day, what are the go-to planners and maybe throw in a few pens and stuff that you gravitate towards? Okay, so one of my recent videos was about how I just have to see three views. And those are my main things that I need to see every day. So instead of having a monthly calendar on the wall, like I did for years, in the past couple years, I've come to love a small monthly, but it sits on an acrylic easel on my desk. It's just easier to pull down and constantly change things on. But that is my monthly view. And I have to have that up there on my desk to see the month as a whole. And then I need to see my weekly view. And that's in my Erin Condren vertical. And then I need to see my daily list. And that right now is just in a little Becky Higgins notebook, not a daily planner. Even though I have a million of those in my office, I've really, I have always been a notebook person. And for a daily planner, I've been in a notebook for a while now. I also do use a golden quail for my content planning. And I am in that every single day too. So those are things that I am in every single day. Other journals, I do journal daily, but those are my planners. What do you put on the monthly view that like versus the weekly view? Is it more for like, vacations and kind of like large scale things? Yeah, the monthly view is big things, but not even too big. It might be like, we need to go to the tailor to pick up these clothes. So like anything that I have must do that day, generally outside of the house or an appointment, you know, 
even if I've scheduled something with one of my kids, like I've promised one of them to do something with them that day, that goes on the monthly because that just, that needs to draw my attention that I must do that that day. So that's my monthly, but I do also put all appointments in my iCal and we do have a family shared iCal. So all appointments go in there. I don't bring my planners out of the house because I, you know, I don't work outside of the home. And so I don't bring them with me on errands or anything like that. Oh, that's so interesting. So like if you went to like a doctor's appointment and you knew you were going to make the follow-up, you wouldn't like have your Erin Condren with you? You would just use your phone? No. If I was to bring a planner, it would actually be my monthly. You know, my little, it's an Ashley Shelley little monthly notebook. And actually I'm really excited because I've used that for the past three years. And Ashley and I are doing a collab on that for her 2022 release. And we're going to be sharing that really soon. And I'm just It's so fun to have a product that I've used for like the last three years and loved and be able to do a collab on it. So I feel like all the companies should hire you as a consultant. (laughs) You, Sarah, I love you. (laughs) You're making me feel so good today. Because I always agree when when you're like, oh, they should do this. Like, I mean, I'm not going to mention specific things because some of them I think are on my pet peeve list as well. But I'm like, listen to Amanda if you're not going to listen to me. But wow, that's that's so funny. No, I'm intrigued by that. I'm surprised. I do actually like bring my my Aaron Condren is like my I do have a calendar on my phone that has a lot of stuff. But like I have like too many different calendars because I have like the work one and my husband one, whatever. So the Aaron Condren is kind of like the keeper of all three. And so I do actually like nerdily bring it in my bag and make the appointment and write it down. Hey, no, I mean, I think that's awesome. It's just never been, you know, I've just never done it. And I just go off appointments off my iCal. And so that's how I've done it. What about pens? Because you went into a bunch of your paper products. I generally, it's weird. I have different pens that I like on different paper because different pens really do react differently with different paper. And my Erin Condren, my favorite pens are either a Pentel Energel, generally in an o- a 0.5 or a Uniball Signo in a 0.38 or 0.5. And those are my favorite in my Erin Condren. In my daily notebook, I'm less picky about what pen I use, but right now I'm using a tool, 0.5, and really like that in my daily notebook. Those are some of my very favorite pens. That is too funny. I'm an Energel Klena in the Erin Condren as well. I like the 0.4, but I can can handle the 0.5. And tool, wow, that's a very juicy pen, I have to say. So I'm impressed. Yes, it is kind of juicy. It is. But so in my daily notebook, it works. No, I'm not left-handed. Yeah. That is an advantage you have in this world. <laughs> yeah, that I think that is true. That's so funny. Okay, I had to do pens. And then do you use any kind of like highlighter? Like, are you a mild liner? Or do you use the Erin Condren markers? Or Yeah, I do highlight things in my planner. Either I love mild liners. I actually love the Erin Condren highlighters that they've come out with too. I use those also. And I love the Erin Condren dual tip markers, the thick end, because I do like pick the color of the month that matches their color and underline things like in the Erin Condren with those too. So I, yeah, I do use all three of those. Today's episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Factor is sponsoring this episode with an awesome discount code PLANS50 to give you 50% off your first month and 20% off the next. Trying out our sponsors helps keep the show going, and I think this is a wonderful time to give it a try, given that it's always a busy season. Factor offers no prep and no mess meals that are tailored to your wellness goals. They offer multiple options from protein plus to plant-based to keto and many more. No matter what your health goals are, you can keep kitchen time to a minimum while enjoying healthy and delicious meals with premium ingredients with Factor. 
you can get started feeling great and fueling well now by giving them a try. Head to factormeals.com slash plans50 and use code plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code plans50, P-L-A-N-S 50 at factormeals.com slash plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. You are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes in part from Jenny Kane. I love Jenny Kane, and I hope you love shopping there to support the show. When you do, visit JennyKane.com and use code PLANS for 15% off your first order. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and this is the perfect gift to treat all the well-deserving moms, moms-to-be, and mother figures in your life. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed easier than it's ever been before. Think minimalist and effortless, yet totally refined. This season, I am so into the beautiful dresses that Jenny Kane has on offer. My personal pick and what I'm hoping to wear all season is the Callan dress. I have it in the khaki color and feel like I could literally wear it to anything. And the best part is it's perfect for warm weather, which we have plenty of, but you could also layer it in a chilly air-conditioned space. I also have my eye on the day dress. It's such a classic silhouette. One thing you might not know about Jenny Kane is that they also have an incredible rewards program where you can earn up to 10% back with every purchase and joining is completely free. Find your perfect Mother's Day gift or curate your new spring uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code PLANS, P-L-A-N-S, at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code PLANS. Get yourself and the women in your life the best gift of all, Jenny Kane. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I feel like those Aaron Condren ones come in the best colors. Like they're like colors you don't, for whatever reason, see anywhere else. It's, it's really yes. cool. Yes, I love those colors and color makes me happy. That's why I'm always an Aaron Condren vertical colorful. So I do, I love the color in there. So under the radar brands, you are very good about, you know, highlighting on your channel, like really big brands that everybody wants to see the new Aaron Condren release or simplified or something like that. But I've discovered some really like things I probably never would have found just because of you. I actually have a Becky Higgins notebook now. There's no way I would have found that without your channel. And I am curious what other like, what are some of the really small like new things that you've seen lately that you feel like deserve some more attention? Okay, you know, you told me you would be asking this question. And so I started to think about it. And I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna leave, you know, someone out who I think is wonderful. And so it's hard to come up with a list. But this year, one of the things I reviewed that like I had never heard of was these little Jen Simpson design journals. And she like has a happiness one, one for anxiety, and they are just beautifully crafted on the most beautiful paper because her company produces wedding invitations. And yet they are affordable. And so I did a video on those. I feel like they're not well-known. I feel like JMB Living stands for Joyful Mindful Balanced Living. She does this daily journal that is just also beautifully crafted, locally printed, 
and just amazing, I feel like. And she's pretty small and has only come out with like her third journal. She does them quarterly. JM Planning Essentials makes journals and notebooks and traveler's notebooks with a hundred pound mohawk paper. And I feel like she's not very well known. A planner that I think is stellar that I feel like is not well known is Unbound. And all of these I've reviewed or else I wouldn't be mentioning them. Get to Workbook, I feel like is a great planner that's not that well known too. Spaces is a great planner that's not, you know, new. And Ashley Shelley, I feel like is a small, rather unknown too. That's a gem in the planner world. So I know there's going to be people that I've left out, but those are some of my favorites that come to mind. And that is one thing I love with my channel. I love to be able to share these little, often like just one woman show businesses where they are just doing it all their own and they have brought this product out there and they're stellar products. And I love to be able to share those and highlight them. It's also so much fun when the company is small enough where you get to kind of like know that person who made it and brought it to life and actually like hear them on social media or wherever, like what decisions they made. This is why I chose this paper and this type of coil. And like, it does feel so, so personal in a way that like larger companies, even though they can offer so many things, are not as much able to do so. Like I remember hearing Ashley Shelley on a podcast and it was so cool. I'm like, oh my God, you're just like a person doing this. That is amazing. Yeah, she's a really fun follow on Instagram too. I've gotten to know her there. And we actually had Elise Blaha Kripe from um, Get to Workbook on this podcast a few episodes ago. Yes, I listened to that episode. Yes, that was a good one. She is lovely. I was like, I think we're a little bit twins, but doing very different things. It's awesome. But both obsessed with planners. So, Oh, I go. love that. Oh my goodness. Okay. So that is your off. I'm going to actually link in when I, in the show notes to all, I took notes as she was giving those to all these unknowns. So you can watch Amanda's videos for those. Okay. My next question is good for the back to school season. When this is airing, you homeschool and I'm guessing that you have used your planners to help you. Well, maybe you have, or maybe you haven't. I'm not actually sure. How do you use them to keep organized with the homeschool? Or is it more at this point, your kids just organize it? Right. Well, this is an interesting question. I've been homeschooling my youngest since he was in first grade. And this year he'll be entering seventh. And then my oldest went to public school all the way through till his sophomore year in high school. And then so for the past two years, he homeschooled and finished up high school. He had three years left, but he finished in two homeschooling. So he just graduated. But so for him, I didn't really have to do anything because he is super organized, diligent, disciplined, and he could take care of getting done all his curriculum. My younger son, I have used the Aaron Condren homeschool planner probably for two years out of all the years I've homeschooled, but I honestly don't need all the room in there with just homeschooling one kid. And also with most of our curriculum lending itself to really doing most of the work, you know, as far as planning out, you just do a lesson every day and you can kind of see the scope of how many weeks you're going to be doing that. And so when I use the Erin Condren planner, it's not like I really need to utilize the whole week. It's just because it's pretty and fun and I have it from reviewing it. So I'm going to use it. <laughs> I think it's a wonderful planner and I love her paper and colors. But for the other years that I haven't used that planner, I have only used an Erin Condren notebook and a Google Doc. And so I will just make like a weekly Google Doc for my son to check off those things that he needs to get done every day. And so just print one of those out a week. And then the notebook just kind of helps me keep track of like where we are in each curriculum, what books we've read, 
also like ideas for coming up and ideas for the next year. And I've actually just kept that in the same notebook all these years. And that's what I like is that I can look back even on what we read years ago or what we did. And it's, it's all in one notebook. So yeah, so honestly, I'm not an extensive, you know, homeschool planner. I'm not someone who maps out my own curriculum. And so I don't need an extensive system. Got it. Because it's someone planned for it. Well, that notebook's got to be very precious. It is. It is. It's got like everything in it. You don't keep all your planners, do you? Okay. So this is a good question. Before, <laughs> Sorry, that was a random one I just threw at you. No. I thought of it. It's good. Before my channel, I didn't keep any. Like I just saw no point in keeping planners. They were functional. They served me. They were all messy. I threw them away. Since I started my channel, I have kept most of my planners that I've used and stayed in a whole year. Just because sometimes, you know, in a video, it's nice to come back and share it, or it's just, it's kind of part of the channel. I don't know what I'll do, you know, if someday my channel fades away, you know, I don't see myself keeping all those planners because I generally just, I'm not someone who likes to stockpile, you know, and keep a bunch of things. So yeah, that's what I do with my planners. Right now I keep most of them. Although my dailies, I really haven't because my dailies are just my lists and they're messy and they're, you know, and I have thrown those away. I throw, I don't know, 70% of mine away. And then I keep random ones. Like if I have a new baby, like I have three kids, like their first years, I kept that planner because it's like, I have like all my logs of like pumping and like getting up and it's like, oh, I want that. But I I, I didn't think of that. I totally get why I also don't keep them all because, and I think I didn't keep any of 2020 because I just wanted it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, bye. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, getting sidetracked. So my next question was, I'm fascinated by this because I have one kid who seems like she's going to be a natural planner. She's nine. My next kid, I think I will have to teach him very somehow. (laughs) So tell me, like, do your kids plan? Did you teach them? Was it a purposeful thing? How did you go about that? Well, my oldest who just graduated, once he came home to homeschool, he came in my office and he said, I know I'm going to need some type of planner. Like the reason, his big reason for homeschooling was that he felt he was wasting a lot of time and time is our most valuable asset in school. And so being at home, like that's why he wanted to finish high school in two years when he had three left was that he wanted to use his time the best he could. So he looked through all my planners and he watched some videos and what he came to was wanting to bullet journal in just a notebook. And that is what he's done his entire time at home. And he still does it even on the summer days right now, because he's just someone who likes to be productive. He maps out his day and he journals at the end of the day. And we have a video up on my YouTube channel with him sharing that. Yeah, so my younger one, no, has no inclination of wanting to plan. They're actually opposite personalities. And I try not to push that on him. Besides like printing out the Google Doc for school and saying, you know, this will guide you through what you need to do today. You know, you need to check it off. But besides that, I feel like definitely with his personality, if I try to push anything on him, it's just going to do the opposite. At some point in his life, he'll see the need for it, but I'm I'm not going to force it at this point. (laughs) That totally makes sense. Actually, that's very reassuring that like it's been fine without him like being force fed a system that he probably it would have. You're right. It could totally backfire anyway, because then they might come to see planning as something, you know, that someone's making you do, which is like not how it ever should be. Yes. And as a parent, you know, you have to pick which mountains you're going to climb. Yes, and, and I can and see that's why just that. not an important one. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. I think For it's so right cool that your older one is bullet journaling, though. That is, like, amazing. 
And I saw he had like elaborate notebooks. So I actually have, I don't think I watched that whole thing, but I'll have to go back and maybe I'll see if my daughter wants to watch with me. She would probably think that was amazing. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I'm so glad he did that video with me before he leaves. We had fun with that. All right. So digital planning, you mentioned you use your iCal and you also mentioned using Google Docs for homeschooling. Are there other things? So other than like your kind of hard landscape calendar, I guess it sounds like that's digital in your iCal. Is there anything else you feel like you have to plan digitally or is everything else pretty much on paper? Yeah, no, everything else is pretty much on paper. So other than those appointments, there's nothing I feel like I have to plan digitally. I mean, I use the notes app on my phone though a ton especially for my channel for storing hashtags and links and all that. So that is, there's kind of an elaborate system with that in my note system in my phone. But other than that, and I do use a list check off. Now it's left my mind, but it is, yeah, I can't think of what it is. Like Todoist or Keep or one of those. Yeah, it's not. Google Keep, that's it. Yes, I do use that for just when I'm not near my planner or something. So I just have all these little lists in Google Keep so that I can add to it and then later go check, you know, and be able to write them down. But yes, I did use Trello for a good amount of time. I've kind of gone in and out of Trello sometimes, like when I just feel like I'm in a really busy season and I really want to organize some lists that way. I'm not using it right now, but it's kind of been something I've been in and out of. Those are the popular ones I hear. And we're going to have a Todoist expert on the podcast next month. So that'll be interesting oh, to hear how somebody who I just basically does listening. everything digital. So she'll, she'll be fun. Okay, so that's your digital world. My sort of deeper question is like, what do you love about planning? Or like, what does it most bring to you? What do you appreciate it for? I thought about this question. And the very first thing that came to mind, it didn't take me long, was that it is so calming to me in our digital world because technology does not come easy to me. See, I couldn't even think of the name of Google Keep. So (laughs) technology is sometimes not my friend. I love it, but I don't feel like I'm good at it. And it's just calming to me to have pen and paper because it can't get messed up. I don't get confused. I don't need instructions on it. And I just feel like sitting down without a computer or without a phone and pen and paper is just, it's very calming to me. And so I love that, you know, that has spanned my lifetime. Like that's something that doesn't change. And the same feeling now of planning and journaling is like the same feeling that I had back in high school. I love it. Just the everlasting nature, the permanence of it, the physicality of it, and the calming. That is perfect. Yes. Well said, Sarah. (laughs) Well, we have come to our love of the week segment And I'm going to do mine first because I already mentioned it on this episode now, but it is completely inspired by you. I'm going to hold it up even though nobody can see it except for you. It is my Becky Higgins notebook that I ordered completely at your recommendation. And you're right. This is (laughs) such a great notebook. Like there's something about the paper. It's not super thick, but it's, is it Mohawk? It feels. No, 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 it's it's smoother. It's 60 pounds. It's only, but it's so nice. Yeah. That's so interesting. And so if anybody is looking for like a good all-purpose notebook, not too big, it's like, I don't know, a little smaller than A5 size. This is a wonderful one. I will link to it. So that's my love of the week. Oh, I love that. That you, yeah, that has definitely just become my, I love the light lines on it too. That's a big thing with me because I don't like dark lines. So I love that notebook. Yes, definitely. Well, you didn't say my love of the week had to be planning. No, it could be absolutely anything. (laughs) So I was like, what am I loving right now? And honestly, I am loving 
evolved chocolate. It is a chocolate company that only makes their chocolate with either monk fruit or coconut sugar. And it's all organic and basically just all real food. And I'm someone who has a real sweet tooth and I've tried to really get away from eating a lot of refined sugar, really, really cut back. And that has really helped me where I can still have a treat every day and feel a lot better about it. And it doesn't have that addictive feel. And no, I mean, I'm not an affiliate for them or anything. I just, I really love them. Coconut sugar is the best. Like, I feel like it has that like depth of flavor and it is natural. So that is, oh, I have to try. I've never tried Evolved. That is really cool. I've tried Who. I don't know if you've tried H-U. Yes, yes. And I personally like Evolved better. And I also love that they offer free shipping on orders over $35 with ice packs because we're in Texas. And like, I don't know how they can do that at only $35 because they like package it so well, but they do. So I'm, yeah, I've just loved it. That is amazing. Well, I'll have to link to that too. (laughs) If you become affiliate before then, you can send me your link. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Oh my goodness. Amanda, this was so fun to have you on. I think this is going to be one of those episodes everyone is just so excited about listening to you. And if anybody who's hearing this hasn't heard of your channel, they will be running to it to pick out their 2022 planners. And I know you have some very exciting top five lists coming up as well. So remind everybody where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me on YouTube at Amanda's Favorites and on Instagram at Amanda's Favorites. And yeah, I don't think I really ever mentioned, but the whole purpose of my channel has evolved to be just to help people be able to choose their planners wasting the least amount of money and trying to make the process as easy as possible. Because I think it is really hard to order something, not being able to feel it in your hand, not being able to see it in person. And so, you know, I try to describe those things, give an unbiased view, but yet, like you said, I always love to give my opinion (laughs) too, but I really do try to be unbiased and not just share planners that, you know, I personally love because Everyone has different personalities and needs something different. Yes. Oh my goodness. I have definitely figured that out along the way. Yeah. And there's value in all different kinds of styles, which is part of what makes this so fun. Well, thank you so much. We'll have to have you back maybe before your 2023 releases. (laughs) Thank you, Sarah. I have loved chatting with you and absolutely love your podcast. Thank you. Well, that was such a fun interview. Oh my gosh, you guys. She is the same in real life as she is on her YouTubes. And it's just lovely. As she mentioned, you know where to find her. I will link to some of my favorite videos of hers in the show notes, as well as the more unknown brands that she mentioned during this episode. So you can check them out as well. I will also link to the, my love of the week that I mentioned, the beautiful Becky Higgins notebook that I'm currently using. And I'll be back next week with another fun episode. So Thank you so much for listening. As always, I'd love it if you leave me a review or send me questions. You can always send them via Instagram. Just DM me or you can do it as a comment. Shoebox underscore plans. Or just check out the show notes at theshoebox.com. T-H-E-S-H-U-B-O-X.com. Thank you so much. And we'll be here next week. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.